one time. I found patience is a virtue. One and I don't got. When push came to shove. One what? One love. One love. One love. One love. One love. One love. Welcome when, 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 when. to episode 37 of the Day One Lifestyle and Friends, the podcast. Woo. I'm here with my guy, the Muffin Man 3-2, Muffly Snipes, Muffington Post, and today we got a special guest here, Muff. We got Big Nate, Mr. <laughs> I can mix it, I can master it, I can tell you how it goes down. And I'm going to tell you if it's if good it makes or not. noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, introduce That's yourself, fire, Big Nate. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, appreciate that, Muff. That's what I'm going to call um, Big Nate. My name's, my, my name's Nico. I... Uh, G and I, I mean, we, we, we've been tied for forever, yep. and uh, I believe, have I not been on the podcast before? Yeah, was so, I on an early so this one? This is crazy. This is crazy, Nick, that you brought this up. As Muff said, we got our guy, Nico Catalano, Big Nick. I don't know if you want to put our government out there, but I did it already for you, Nick. But, but Nick went to West V with us. We all went to school together. Nick's out there in LA now, um, doing a, a bunch of good things in the music industry. We'll get into all that here in a little bit. But yeah, the craziest thing is not put my man Muff under the bus because that's my guy for life. But <laughs> me and Neek actually started a podcast before we did that. I think we had a, a nice smooth two episode run, and then I, you know, me being me was getting on Neek's nerve, and uh, Neek was, you know, I, he, he was making his money in the studio. So instead of me saying, "Hey, Neek, let's let me let me get in and record this day," Neek's like, oh, I, "I got a person on this day, G." Like, bro, but we, we had a good run. We had a good run. While, while we did have a good run, but I was always encouraging. I was always no, you encouraging. Were. Um, you were, man. I, I do remember that. Now that I forgot about that, bro. But yeah, we've always were trying to do shit at WV, like trying to do creative sure. stuff, make stuff happen, because not a lot of people were doing that. So I thought it was kind of like our role, being out there to kind of do whatever we could to be different and bring that creativity back to a lot of the people that were there. And, and and that's what I'm saying, man. More than anything, it was a fun learning experience for me because, as I said, Nico had the, the main go-to studio basically while we were at Morgantown. Muff even hopped in the studio a couple times. You gotta, you gotta, it's, it's fire. You got to hop in there once. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it, it, as you said, you told me to run with it, and that's exactly what we did. Actually, me, me, and me and a couple of people, we, we did we did some for journalism for a little bit, and then it only felt right that me and Muff ended up doing it. So it all works out for a reason. But that was funny that we did end up having a nice little stint together on that. But hey, we threw some shows too. We threw we some did shows. Throw some shows. We threw some. We threw some good shows. Uh, as you said, we, we try to just make stuff happen. And, and at the end of the day, that's all we're trying to do with this. Keep it going consistently and have fun with it, man. That's that's all we can ask for. So it, it we're, we're happy stop, to bro. get you on, man. We're happy course, to get I you on. I appreciate it. I'm happy to be on, bro. And I know like, we had a hard time connecting the dots because we're all so busy. But uh, finally hit you at the right time, I guess. So here we are. Hey, that's for sure. <laughs> we're literally recording... And I'm like, Muff, hey, hold on, Nico's face, like, Nico just texted me, and I just FaceTime, like, uh, we're about to record right now, so it worked out, man. But, but Muff, you know, once you get that jet in the bio, I, once I saw N- Nico put the, uh, the wheeling jet to LA, I knew it was I gotta hit you his agent or something, no, you know what I'm saying? I, I have never and will never do that, bro. <laughs> I'm messing, I'm messing around with Nico, he's a humble guy, he's, he's, a, so he's a really funny, good guy, man. and I'm happy he's out in LA, because you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta expand sometimes, and that's where Nick was, Nick conquered what he could in morgantown and this area am i right nick yeah no for sure I'm, I'm very grateful but it's also good to have people all over the place i mean i'm out here you're in pittsburgh and you got homies in new york like that's what it's all about growing up and like muffs in florida right now muffs in florida yeah exactly like we're all like taking on the real world here so it's cool to be able to come together and, and just know like if we want to travel something we got homies everywhere so that's for sure that's what it's all about yeah that's what it's all about we're just we're just giving you a hard time man um <laughs> but yeah like we said nick before we we definitely want to get in we got a we got a full episode today you know me and muff's got a lot of food to talk about as always love it just a filled episode but before we even jump into that we should give the listeners just a little bit you know what i mean about you we don't got to give the autobiography but like we said, you went to West V with us from Wheeling, West Virginia. Yep. Dad makes some really good Italian food. <laughs> the best. But but besides all that, you got into the, the mix and master and you've been you've been with music. I mean, what? When when did you first start doing anything music related? Honestly, like seventh grade. I, I started the band my band in like eighth grade. And I was playing guitar and then in high school, I mean I we we downloaded logic and cracked the wave 
Waves uh, plugins when I was in eighth grade. So I still use those same plugins to this day, the ones that I illegally downloaded when I was like 13 years old. Um, so really from there was when it all started. And then uh, wanted to, I was recording my band. It was dope. Like we learned a lot, played a ton of shows. And then fast forward, I went to college, you know, more bands. Everybody wanted to make rap music, which was straight with me because it was really easy to record, easy to work on. And uh, I knew that it was a good way to make money while in college. And it wasn't really like work. It was like just making music with homies. So did that for four years and built it up to a point where I had an online clientele. Uh, I moved to LA and I was still like making money just because a lot of people were sending me their records to work on. And then when I got to LA, it was really just a matter of doing the same thing I did in Morgantown, but just on a bigger scale, which is out here. And that's just networking, telling people about who I am, charging lower than most studios to get a clientele going. Um, and then on top of that, I was getting a lot of practice because I was doing a lot of online. I was doing a lot of in-person sessions with artists. Uh, so my product started to get a lot better and I just got fortunate. I got lucky to get a couple placements, um, not like placements, but just to be able to work with artists like Lil Skies, Landon Cube, um, Lil Nar. And I'm also lucky to be able to call these people my homies. So that, that business has really generated a business in a lot of other areas as well because of their co-signing. So it's been able to making living in LA a, a lot easier when I can say I worked on a song that people know compared to just being another engineer that doesn't have, wasn't lucky enough to get a credit so early while being out here. Um, so really like, uh, they, they did a ton for me. And like I said, it was just a matter of working hard and having a lot of pride in, in the product and now we're here. So definitely look, I'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna start producing more and um, getting into a little, like a little deeper into the behind the scenes work. But it really all, it all started, I really felt it was possible when I was in Morgantown. When I, when I saw that there was a need for people to mix music that people were recording in their bedrooms. So that was the, my whole niche was like, I record people that record, I mix for people that record themselves. But now I'm mixing for people that record in studios, and they send me the studio file. That's that's pretty cool. So so you said you had the main vision when you were in West Virginia, but when you started in like like seventh eighth grade, did you ever picture you you know doing these type of things, or were you always just like oh, I'm just gonna do it for fun and just I, I, like I yeah I definitely I definitely wanted to be in a band more than anything. Mm -hmm. Like that was like my main goal was to like yeah! rock out. Exactly, bro. We used to go to, we went to Warped Tour like four years in a row. We would fucking, our, our weekends were us like getting together and just playing metal music and screaming in microphones. Like that was just the most fun time. Cause we had a little performance area in my homie's basement. Mm. It was just a, it was just an awesome time. Got hella inspired and yeah. So that, that was definitely what I was dreaming of when I was starting it. Which which is really dope too though. I mean, like like just like you, we like all types of music, so it's cool how it all ties back in. But something that I, I want to bring out before we jump back into you is just how you said that you were recording in your room. And the craziest part is, as we're doing right now, we're making this work in three different locations. Shout out to the internet. Shout out to technology because shout as much as it messes up, as much as we get shitted on with with tech technical difficulties, there's so many good things about it. Like Neek's sound is crazy. And he was doing a lot of it right there. You know, it's cool to see, and I'm sure you see it now too. As as when we've gone to ID Labs, we're like, whoa, this is what this is like a studio. Seeing the actual soundboard on that, but yeah. just seeing what you were able to accomplish, as you said, like, no, that's my studio right here in my room. Yep. You you made it work from you know different ways, and, and that was very good to see. And I think that inspired other people to be like, yeah, we we can do this. You got to start out somewhere, and you got to you know. You got it. Yeah. You, you can you can keep upgrading. I mean, that's the end of the day. Mm -hmm. For sure. And and the craziest thing is most of the uh, the studios that people see pictures of, most of that gear is collecting dust. All that stuff has been converted to a software emulation of it. So not only is that gear way more expensive than the software, they sound near identical and the software doesn't depreciate. So once you have the download, it's good forever. That gear requires maintenance. It messes up, like it's technology, but it's not software technology. It's all wires and stuff like that. So a lot of people don't even use it anymore. Uh, so I wasn't even in the wrong for thinking that I didn't have access to like high quality stuff because at the end of the day, I was the start of a generation that will probably like never have to work on a board. I have worked on a board, not don't like it, but um, 
it's because I, I just use a software version of the board. That's true with every that's that's true with everything though. Like everybody wants everything like digital, you know? When you think about books, you have like Kindles, you think of no CDs yeah. and, and that's just on a small scale, like everything's digital, you know. So it's it's no surprise to see it going that way because like you said, like it's more versatile. All you gotta do is kinda update it rather than replace and exactly exactly now, Muff, don't get me wrong though at the same time that also means that there's a lot more people that's like hey i can record i can do this mm-hmm. but again i'm never mad at that because if people's trying mm-hmm. to create i'm all for and creating entrepreneur all that but at the end of the day the people that are really doing it are going to stick out yeah and it's, it's tough. Not, putting, not making examples but nick's a prime example like he was working mm-hmm. at it and he's sticking out because you know what yeah, i'm saying it's like, about doing it's about doing what you love going hard and then like you said, the main thing is networking, like going out there and just getting Definitely. what you getting what you know out, talking to people, collaborating with people with the same ideas because you working with someone who is, you know, trying to get to where you're trying to get is a lot better than sometimes than trying to just go directly to the top right there because you all have that fresh energy. You can, you know, pair it together and push each other, you know? Yep. And the other thing too, one, like what you said, working hard is super important because you need practice, you need to be good, you need to put yourself in different situations. So you know how to react when the moment comes for mm-hmm. you. Um, but another thing too, is uh, especially in this field, it is everything subjective, you know, it's art. So there isn't a really a right and a wrong. And you got to like, you got to have to tell yourself, you have to understand, like probably, I, I don't think I'm ever going to be the best audio engineer. My goal is just to be different. My goal is to have a style of sound. And that is something that takes a lot of time, but it's also something to make people want to keep going. Like you don't have to be the best at it, but if you stick out at it and you're different, then you're going to get you're going to get people to really be drawn to you, mm-hmm. to keep wanting to work with you because nobody wants to fall into the crowd. Everybody wants to be an individual. Everyone wants to stand out. So if people see you acting like that and being an individual and being different while being a genuine, a good person and genuine with people, mm-hmm. I think uh, no matter what you do in life, I think. It could go very well for you as long as you have the right mindset. Yeah, do what you want for the job you want, not the job you have. Yes, sir. Both of you guys need a TED Talk, man. We, we need to schedule <laughs> that up. <laughs> Nick, let me let me ask you something. I, I try to keep up with a lot of the songs that you do, mix, master, um, record, and, and so forth. But, you know, something that's caught my eye lately, and, and they're talking about it a little bit on the Joe Budden podcast a couple episodes back when Meek Mill put out his new album, Championships. On the first intro... He says, turn me up, Cruz. Cruz is his mix and mastering. He does he does all that for him. It made me think about back in the day, everyone was doing it, the, the turn me up a little bit. Have you got that recently on a track? Is that something that's coming up like, hey, Nick, turn me up a little bit? Turn me up, Cruz. That, that is really funny. And yes, I don't think that will ever die because what people don't understand, a lot of time that's like actual, like real, where it's like, they hear it and they're like, all right, yo, like bring it up a little bit. And most of the time people just keep it. But granted, there are times where that stuff is fake. Fun fact about that song, though, my friend actually uh, co-produced it. Andrew Moray. Shout out to Andrew. Yeah, shout out to Andrew. It's crazy because he was he, he stayed at my he stayed at my first house in L.A. when I was out here for a week. And he worked in my studio a little bit. And we, I just kept up with him. And when he got that placement, like shit just really went up for him. So shout out to him yeah and nick don't be scared to do shout outs this whole episode we're all about showing love so we do a bunch of shout outs while we're here i do want to shout exactly. out nick jandora who is also your roommate it's yep. cool to see i am definitely this type of guy muff knows this anytime someone from west virginia does anything remotely good you know i got oh he's from west virginia oh and i let people know that oh tg td jakes oh yeah he's from west virginia talking about uh religion stuff talking about athletes oh uh white chocolate randy moss i'm gonna let you know anytime someone from west virginia is good at what they do and you and nick are very good nick nick is a very talented uh videographer and photographer so shout out the yeah nick nick's the man bro it, and it's really dope living with him because i get to see firsthand the behind the scenes of a lot of the videos he comes up with so he'll be in the living room editing a video and we'll just be like yo come check out this scene that i just did and like it'll be a crazy cut with like a thing that they're doing and now he's getting bigger budgets like legit He's not even touching a camera anymore. He's he's just walking around with a megaphone saying action for the most part. So he, he's really living out his dream and doing what he wants to do. So all, all up for Nick as well. But that, that almost goes on to what me and Garrett was talking about, what, like last episode or two episodes ago with uh, the with uh, with J. Cole and everybody in the same house with the, the minds collabing together. Oh, the Dreamville session. Yeah, the Dreamville yeah, yeah, session. Yeah, yeah, it's like y'all being in the same house. It's like we were saying, like, you'll, you'll watch him do something like, man, like he just did this. And then it'll give you an idea to do something else, or it's just like, man, he's going crazy right now. Let me let me turn up right now. Exactly, bro. Exactly. There's always a fire. There's always a fire being lit because everybody's working. 
And that's always good to be. You're surrounding, you're surrounding yourself with uh, self-made people mm -hmm. that are really just trying to do whatever they can to make it. Yep. So it, it's good to be around. Well, Nick, like we said, we, uh, we fully appreciate you coming on here. As we said, though, it is Super Bowl week, and we got a lot of stuff to discuss. But one thing that me and Muff do, I know we say this a lot, but we truly do not make a script. It's more me and Muff sending tweets to each other throughout the week like, oh, <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about this. I mean, that, that's our prep. That, that's our full prep. <laughs> so the one thing that came up between me and Muff was the best movie duos because they are right now planning to shoot Bad Boys 3 and also rush hour four now I, I know how people feel about you know extra movies you know with with uh hangover and all you know the sequels but we're, we're, forget the sequels we're talking about just the best duos jackie chan and chris tucker to me is maybe one of the best movie duos in my opinion what's your guys' thoughts yeah it's, it's up there that's up there and uh and mike Epps and ice cube from friday that's a that's a duo right there that's a classic i agree with the the jackie chan chris tucker one not a huge movie guy, so I really don't have much to bring to the table on this one. Come on, man. But I'm trying to, like, think. Because you're, I'm feeling like I'm put on the spot a little bit, so let me think. <laughs> Nick, think about it and let it marinate. Let it marinate Pressure. for a second. I'm going to give you guys a couple that I thought about. All right, yeah, let me hear it. A.K.A. me and Muff, uh, Billy and Sydney, Woody and Harrelson and Wesley Snipes from White Man Can't Jump, uh, Harold and Kumar. I mean, I feel like that's a good one. Let's take it. Let's take it back to our pre days, you know, young days. Woody and Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, that's an all time classic. That is like, that's way way up there. Like that might be top three. You, you could you could go Shaggy and Scooby Doo. I mean, it, there's there's a lot of them. You, you could go me and a new fade. <laughs> what you do? Like a lot of things. That's a great duo. Speak, and I said, man, look at Neek's fade, bro. Look at yeah, Neek's fade. I told he's out there with the fine. Oh yeah, you know I got to take care of. They, they, look at that. Yeah, there with the fine dog. Got to step it up. <laughs> I, I still don't see no beard hair on either of you guys, but I mean, we'll we'll, we'll work on that with you guys. You we'll know keep what I'm it. Now I just shaved. I got five o'clock shadow. Okay. I'm keeping it cool till the summertime, and then I might go crazy. What about um? I said I said Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, muff. What, give me give me some of yours that you were thinking of, muff. Oh, that's pretty tight. Um, dude, uh, Shaggy and Shaggy and Scooby, dude. That that's one what was I, said. I said. Oh, you said it. <laughs> I was lost there. I was definitely lost then. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. My main one was was from Friday. What a, a, what about Will? This is a sad one. Dude. Will Smith and his dog. I am legend, bro. Don't do that. Don't uh, go there. I know. I'm sorry, bro. Don't go there. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Let's um. But but for real, if you think about it. It just made me think about duos, like I said, as far as movies, even TV, Drake and Josh. Bro, it's like, I'm really, really thinking hard over here. And like the only names coming to my mind are like, uh, Cheech and Chong. No, <laughs> like, bro, like more new, new age films. Like, didn't like Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson yeah, do like yeah. multiple Money movies crashes. together? That's a good one. Or, or like, uh, like Will, Will Ferrell, Ferrell and John uh, C. Riley. Yeah, that was just crazy. I was just about to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. did a. I think they were both were in Talladega Nights, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. Talladega Nights. Step Brothers. Um, yeah, I, I, they're normal. awesome. Wasn't it? Um, where he's like, what do I do with my hands? Like, what do I do? That's what Talladega do? Nights. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Nah, but but seriously, even food, peanut butter, jelly, tomato mm -hmm. soup, and grilled cheese. The the duos are undefeated. Forever, Burger and man. fries. Burger and fries, that's true. That's all-time classic. Now, now, now Neek, Neek's, been, Neek's been gone. Like I said, he has been in L.A. Neek, give us the lowdown on the L.A. burger scene out there, man. I'm actually, I'm actually really happy you brought this up because I already, I already tell people about this, and I truly believe L.A. is a burger capital. Like, the burgers out here are a staple. But, like, pizza, for example, I can't, I can't find any good pizza, bro. But I, I've had burgers out here that are incredible way better than any burger i've had um and they're dope in and out the hype is for me is real like a lot of people are like oh it's so hyped up it's so like it's like trendy there's a reason why the only reason people don't go to in and out all the time because the line's too long literally their lines go out to the road bro and it's That's like crazy. we all could go for in and out burger but i don't feel like waiting in the line um and for me i put it in this it's in the same category as burger king mcdonald's wendy's uh like the fast food restaurants, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's like a $4 burger for a double cheeseburger. Oh, see, see But it, yeah. it tastes like Five Guys. It literally had, like, good quality meat 
Um, so it's like in that Shake Shack Five Guys like burger tier when it comes to taste. But a lot of people try to compare it and be like, no, Five Guys is way better. I'm like, Five Guys is triple the price. This is like they give you they, the amount of triple. fries they give you, bro. Like I don't need all that. Give me give me the burger cheaper and give me less fries and it's cool. You know what I mean? It's yeah, to you, like, totally five cool. Potatoes worth of. They're fries, just giving you like, a grease bag, man. Like. I don't need all that. Yeah. What's your thoughts on steak sh- on uh, Shake Shack? My fault. Shake yeah. Shack, great. It's it. I think it's awesome, but it's still it's like not a fast food price burger. It's like a premium quality, a more premium burger, but not quite restaurant level. What do you think? Do you like Shake Shack? I've only had it once. I, I like it. I've never had I've never had In and Out. They got a I don't place think here. I've been to Shake Shack. That they call it the In and Out, which is a Pittsburgh, you know, the Pittsburgh slang. It's supposed to be just like a In and Out burger. It's very good. So I, I haven't, yeah, that's why I really want to know your thoughts on that. How about the, let's jump back into food in a second. While it's on my mind though, any random things that's happened in LA while you've been there? What you, you, how long you been out there? A year plus, right? Uh, two, almost two years? Yeah, 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 almost two, like a year and, year and a and half. half. Any, what's, yep. who's the most random person that you ran into out there? Um, random person I, I've run into. I mean, I've, I've come across a lot of a lot of people. Uh, it was really tight seeing Nija, Nija Houston, the skateboarder, because like I just watched him growing up, like oh, me too, my whole man. life, bro. And I don't really get starstruck, uh, especially being in the entertainment industry. You, you don't want to be like that. Um, but he just somebody like to me personally, I remember just watching him skating when I was like 11, 12 years old and I was like, damn, like he's 13 and in the X games, like that's so tight. So when I saw him, I actually had to be like, yo, bro, what's up? Just gonna let you know that you're the man. <laughs> Cause we were, we were, you got to see mid nineties yet? Loved it. Loved yeah, it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That movie was, I actually really enjoyed that. It didn't really even have like a plot or anything, but it was cool. Yeah. My fault. My fault. Though. I cut you off. Tell me what, tell me what you're going to say about, uh, about Houston. Oh no, he was super, super cool. We we were we are like all at a big like release party type thing, and it was a lot of music people. So I didn't expect to see him there, and he was there, and it was, it was super tight. It's really all it is. But I, I, anybody else, like I've, I mean, there was one time I went to lunch with my mom, like right down the road from my crib, and Nick Jonas sat na- right next to us. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> my my mom looks at me, she's like, "Oh my god, that's Nick Jonas." And I was like, "Mom, it's like be cool." You just said, "Well, you love me," and I. You should have said, "Should have said." Yeah. Funny. Well, Nick, I don't know how many times you used to eat at Tailpipes back in Morgantown, but but Tailpipes is doing a burger special for the Super Bowl, so they got two. I mean, it's good marketing by them. You know, they got the crazy shakes and all that. Anyone that's been to Morgantown knows what we're talking about. They have the new. They have the New England which is topped with Dan Adams caramelized onions, Vermont white cheddar, cheddar. three A's, three A's that is, fried clam stripes, and strips. spiced strips. Yeah, strips. yeah, you're right. Spice, yeah. Uh, spiced holidays, okay? And then the L.A. burger is grilled pineapple salsa, pepper jack, carne asada, and avocado sour cream. Which one sounds more enticing to you two? Not the L.A. one. What a, that LA one sounds goofy. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> Carne asada and avocado and pineapple sauce. Come on, man. Pineapple sauce. See the car, the carne, Salsa. the carne, and, uh, <laughs> and the grilled, the grilled pineapple sounds like decent to me, but not the salsa and the sour. I don't know. Yeah, that's a weird. Car, that's a weird I, wait, wh- I honestly wasn't really paying attention to the first one. If you could give me, <laughs> did I hear sour cream? It's that was the second one. It's got holidays. Yeah. The New England is caramelized onions, white cheddar, fried clam strips, and spiced holidays. I would probably do it without the onions. Uh, bro, but, I, um, I, I would probably just be like, I'm going to go somewhere else. I appreciate that's, that's, <laughs> That is good marketing, though, like I said, though, just to, to make something for the Super Bowl. Because as we know, yeah, people like football. But at the end of the day, everyone's there for the for the parties, for the food, for the drinks, for the halftime show. And, uh... You know, it's kind of dope, though. I don't know if you guys saw the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which is in Atlanta where it's being played. Everything's super cheap there, which I respect. I love you know it. I, I so love much. that. That's my team, the Falcons, baby. Let's go. I forgot that is your team. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. You're still... He's still recovering from the Super Bowl, you know, when it was up 28-3. to three. That, that was heartbreaking. Bro, I was watching that in Morgantown, and I, I didn't go out because my friends like, we're going to go to Fat Daddy's and watch it. And I was like, no, <laughs> I, I, wa- I want to watch the game. I don't want to party. Like, I want to, like, be in this game. And I was texting them at halftime, like, we got this one, boys. And they were kind of hyped for me because they didn't want the Steelers to win. They're all Steelers fans. Or they, they didn't want the Patriots to win because they're all St- Steelers fans. 
And then that second half, I just sat in my house by myself, watching them fall apart. That <laughs> <laughs> was terrible. But Nick, they got um, they got two dollar hot dogs, they got three dollar nachos, five dollar beers. I just feel like that's that's a dope thing to do because you're already paying a crap ton for the game. You're already paying so much to um, park. Literally the whole festivities of it, and at least you could go with a twenty with a with a dub and and get a nice meal and, and get a nice couple drinks in you know what i'm saying so shout out to atl for keeping them keeping them cheap man. bro that's literally that's incredible and it's not like they built a cheap stadium they built a very very high quality top level tier stadium that is going to be around for a very long time and the fact that they're doing that they're not trying to make up their money or like get it back quick it's like nah this this is going to be here for a while this is for the community so that that really is awesome shout out to the falcons baby and to the atl Peace up. A-Town down. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah! Yeah! Let me tell y'all about... I found this article. This is the one the one research I did do this week. The most popular Super Bowl snacks in every state, according to Google, all right? Now, I'm yep. not going to read down all of them, but something that me and Muff came along this list when we were looking at it. This is why, and we're going to get into it, why the New England Patriots are going to lose this year. Whoa. Their main fan... Because they were third on Drake sweater. Yeah, that too. That, that you're right. You're right. Tell them what Massachusetts is their most favorite food is, Ma. Hold on, my my geography is terrible. Hold on, you you have to you gonna have to. It's just a <laughs> list. Your, Give me one well, Muff, you're you're big on uh, gluten free. I thought. Oh yeah. Okay. So look, they had they had the what the gluten free pretzels. Yeah, they had gluten free. They don't even know what the hell gluten is. Snack. Like, bro, what are you talking about, that, man? Well, they probably know what gluten is, but it's like, bro, everything is this gluten, 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 gluten. Like, shut up. Shut up. Like, Jamie, Christmas. I, I yeah, don't know who would ever, like... It was gluten-free pretzels. Who would just run to the pretzels at a Super Bowl party? Even though I like to nibble on them. They're great because they, they don't get all over your pretzels. fingers. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going... No, I'm going for the hot stuff. Like, people, that's the stuff people spend time making. Jamie, Christmas. Now, for West Virginia, we got the buffalo chicken dip. I feel like that is essentially right because that that is definitely what what people in West Virginia... Everyone likes buffalo chicken dip. Um, let's see what they got for California while Nate's here. Big chicken, chicken breast. Feel, okay, that's respectable. That's respectable, though. That's so funny. There's, like, every Whole Foods out here has a hot bar, and the first thing on the hot bar is baked chicken breast. That's crazy. I guess it is a thing. I don't like baked chicken breasts that much. It's too, like, slimy for me. And the other one was a bunch of cupcakes. Iowa had Irish stew. What's the one right by Texas? They had, they had look. They had Mississippi had granola bar. Pea and, pea and peppercorn mash. New Mexico. What New Mexico. <laughs> what? Idaho is salads. Yeah. What kind of? <laughs> bro, like, what? Granola bars. <laughs> Get the granola, my nuts. I'm taking, I'm taking nuts. Los Angeles Rams just because Massachusetts' favorite snack is gluten-free pretzels. If you're getting down, it, it, but but then again, it is Tom Brady. But I don't care, Nick. The last two weeks, me and Muff has picked the Chargers. We picked the Chiefs. In both weeks, we've been wrong. So this week, it's it's just ideal that we go against the Patriots again. Who are you taking in the Super Bowl? Are we talking like who do I want or who would I put money on? <laughs> well. Both. I'm over over in all of them. So yeah, you just tell me what you think. All right. Man. So I mean, I gotta go. I want the Rams to win, but I, I feel like the Patriots are gonna win because I just think it's just been proven so many times. When you do something so much, you just get so good at it. And the Patriots have been so fortunate to be in this position so many times that like, they're they're the moment will never be too big for them. And I think the Rams are still a newer team. Shout out to them for making it. But I think uh, the moment could be more of a learning lesson than something they take advantage of. That's a good perspective. That was kind of deep. <laughs> like, I did. I, I, did. I, that was kind of deep. deep, but that's just how I feel. Like I, 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 I'm a huge football fan. I, I played fantasy football the past, like, three years. Um, Whoa! <laughs> yeah. But, like, you got to understand, that no, there are no football fans in L.A., bro. And it's kind of unfortunate for the NFL that the Rams are going to the Super Bowl because I really, I don't even know how many Rams fans, I don't know any in LA that 
that I've met personally. Personally, yeah, that's crazy. Um, but they are new too, though. Muff is a Saints fan, so that he was a little upset about this past week. This grunter. Yeah. Well, I, it was weird. That Saints game was weird because, like, I don't know if it's just like the media that I take in, but a lot of people are like, "Well, the better team went to the Super Bowl. Like, the, the Rams are a better team." I feel like everybody was all about the Saints like all year because they're going crazy. Like, do yeah, they were going wild. crazy, like, and like they were, they were. Crazy. It sounded like they were catching fire at the right time, but I guess they like kind of died off towards the end. I don't know what what was good with that, but they. It seemed like everybody was like wasn't surprised the Rams made it. I'm like. I'm still not a believer in golf, honestly. Like, I don't think... No, nah, I'm not either. I'm not either, bro. He, he seems like he can do what he can do, but I don't know. He's like a little better version of Ryan Tannehill to me. Ooh, I like that I like that observation. The funniest part was before Neat got on here, I said, yo, you know, we're going we're gonna to talk a little... You know, we'll talk a little about you. He said, what's on the dock? I said, we're just talking about whatever. He said, I talk sports. I, I, I play fantasy football. I said, okay, Neat. <laughs> yeah. I ain't doubting you. Bro, I down you, bro. It's one of like the few things that I have that is just away from what I deal with every day. Because a you lot need of people, that too. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a hobby for me. It's something I like unplug. to be interested in. But but Nick, to, to go get your point, I do think the Rams got a good chance. I do think this is the worst Patriots team we've seen in a long time. But anyone that doubts Brady is an idiot, including myself. I mean, Tom Brady is just incredible. I just I just do feel like though Tom Brady hasn't been sacked this whole postseason, and Aaron Donald. Shout out to Pittsburgh native and Sue coming at you every play. I, they just got to get to him, I feel like. And I feel like that could be big. If they can get to him, as we saw against the Chiefs, they converted three third downs at the end of the game. Um, I just feel like if they could get to him, a lot a lot, a lot, lot of things could happen in this game. But if, if they keep a clean pocket, Tom Brady's going to pick them apart just like, just like anything. But another thing, too, about this Pats team is they have a very, very good running back in Sony Michelle. And, like, a lot of people don't like – Patriots haven't had a good running back in a very long time. So they're always banking on Tom. Like, didn't Sony Michelle run for, like, three tutties the last game or something? Nah, like? he, he's been doing his thing. He's, he's come around, bro. Yeah, I so, agree. I mean, if, if they got a run game. So if they get pressure on Tom or, and they're making Tom get out quick, which is what he does. So, I mean, if you make him do that, it's kind of just doing what he normally does. They still got Sony Michelle hungry in the backfield, waiting to eat up <clears> some <throat> yards. Feed him. Muff, what's your thoughts on this game? Man, Patriots is going to lose. I'm going against them just because of the sweater yeah. conspiracy theory. Let's get it. And that's, I, and that's I, the only I keep reason. For, I keep forgetting about the Drake curse, and that is a very real thing. So It is maybe real. I, maybe it is more likely that the Rams are going to win because that is real. You know? Because... Muff, t- yeah, tell them about the, the order of that, though. Did you see the order of it on the sweatshirt, Nick? Yeah, it, it was perfect. And it was literally the, the same order that they lost that, that day. I know. I mean, all these conspiracy theories are real. And Did you see Tony Romo's day. prediction? Tony Romo's prediction for the Super Bowl? 28-24? Yeah, and then, but he also said that the team with 24 is going to have the ball at the end and they're not going to score. And we got to give Tony Romo some credit. This is a year. He be calling look, this plays. is a year that you want to put that volume up. A lot of times you're with a lot of people, as Nick said. People's at the bar. People's at a big. But I don't care where I'm watching this. I don't know where I'm going to be. I'm going to have that at full blast because I want to hear Tony Romo break down this game. There's yes. nothing better than hearing him. It, 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 edu- it educates the fans. Like, it's cool to, like, learn more about the game and, and really how it works. It makes us all smarter people when we talk mm-hmm. about this stuff. So I totally yep. I'm a big fan of Tony Romo. Um, let's talk about some prop bets for this game. That's that's some of the funnest parts, as we said. Besides the actual game itself, there's a lot of things that go on with it. And we got a couple of prop bets here that we want to talk about. Ten of them, Nick. And we want to hear you guys on this. Will the opening coin toss be heads or tails? Heads. I'm going to say tails. This one is just downright weird, but uh, will a player leave the game? You can literally bet this online. I still don't know why, but... Will a player leave the game and not return due to a concussion symptom? What? No. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say no because I don't want to wish that on nobody. That's crazy. I don't want to wish that, and I don't I don't think anyone's going to say that they're concussed. Or, have, or they're going to – I like tr- that. It's the, best, the biggest game of the year. Okay, this one's going to be a dicey one. A total number of tweets from Donald Trump on February 3rd. So this is all day. It doesn't have to be about the Super Bowl. Over or under six? Over. I don't know how much he tweets, so I was uh, yeah, I don't follow him either. Say under. I'm going over. It just seems like Ooh, it, okay. it just seems like a day he would want to get in the media. He, 
I feel yeah, I feel like he'll wake up early and try to get get it get it going. Um, which <laughs> company airs the first commercial after the coin toss? Bud Light, Budweiser, Coke, Hyundai, Skittles, or Kia? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bud Light or Budweiser because then they're saying, all right, the game's about to start. Get your get your get your drink. Bud Let's get it going. Light. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Bud Light. Okay, I'll go Budweiser. Wild card here. All right, how many times will Giselle, that's Tom Brady's wife, very very uh, attractive uh, woman, be shown on TV during the live broadcast? Over or under one and a half? Under. Under. Only only woman that gets showed. Only wife that gets showed more is uh, Will Greer's wife and, and Aisha nice. Curry. Will either broadcaster say goat? Yes. I'm gonna say no. I don't. I don't think. Yes. They, I don't think they're no. Grandma's right. gonna. Say- Wait, Romo Romo's is gonna call. Romo is gonna call him the goat. Is Romo calling the game? Yeah, he's calling the game. Bro. Oh my goodness! Which leads me to my next question for you guys: How many plays will Tony Romo correctly predict ahead of the play? Over or under seven and a half? That's crazy. That they think he like that's crazy. I'm gonna say at least fifteen. Seven and a half is high, bro. I'm gonna say at least fifteen. I- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over too. How many times will Ted Rath, a.k.a., I don't know if you guys saw the video, the get-back coach, he basically holds Sean McVay, the Rams coach, back from being out in the field. How many times will he be mentioned? Over or under three and a half? Over. Under. Okay. Who will the Super Bowl MVP of the game think first? His teammates, coaches, family, God, owner, or he doesn't think anyone? The fans. Teammates. Okay, I'm going to go with God, baby. You should always go with God first, baby. They're going to say something. Uh, will Adam Levine be wearing a hat when he begins the halftime show? Yes or no? No. Well, who's Adam Levine? Which one's Adam Levine? Oh, my gosh. He's Maroon a Room 5. 5. Get out of- oh, yeah. He was, on, he was on the... Uh, he's a, he's no, he's not, he's not going to wear a hat. He's going he's gonna to gel his hair back. He's going to gel yeah, it back. Yeah, this man muffs over here eating gushers, drinking something, and you don't even know what he's going to He's going to gel it back. Here. All right, last one for you. Will Fan run on... No, no, no. I got two for you. My fault. Will fan run onto the field during the game? No, no, they ain't gonna do that. No, I, I hope not. I mean, that is a big ticket. Like, if you do do that, that's pretty wild. I mean, you know it, what I mean? Yeah, it's a story. And the last one is, which color Gatorade is gonna be poured on the winning coach? Blue. I'm Both going teams to are blue. go. I'm gonna go red. I'm gonna go red. I'm going no, yellow. No, man. no, no I'm line. going orange. Let I'm going line. orange. I'm going orange. OG Gatorade. That's the yeah, the OG. I'm going orange. Florida Gator. We'll uh we'll we'll come back. We'll come back to the list and uh and see see who ends up victorious between the three of us. Perfect. But it'll it'll be a good time. Like I said, we'll we'll, we'll definitely see whose prediction is right. Me and Muff are taking the Rams. Nick is taking, Pats. even though he's he's not even rooting for his home team anymore. That's, That's crazy. That's crazy. Bro. That's crazy. I, I never. I'm, I was that. never a fan of a home team. So grew up. My my dad despised the Steelers, so I did as well. Um, so I had to find my own team. That's crazy. I'm gonna pause. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Nick. Before we hopped on, you you were talking about the NBA a little bit, and I did want to get in the NBA before we wrap back into you. Um, it's it's been crazy, and this is something I gotta applaud the NBA on. I'm not talking about fake headlines or anything like that, but the NBA has been amazing at keeping its name in the headlines. I literally turn it on the TV when I get home, and it's Super Bowl week, and I'm seeing every channel be about Porzingis and AUD getting thinking about getting traded. It's all NBA. The NBA during the summer is all NBA. You don't hear anything NFL related besides if it's something that is. You know something that is uh, a, a beef between them. At the NBA, there's something always going on. The NBA has been growing a ton, and I'm just saying, whether you like it or not, you got to give the NBA props for that. Yeah, no, I, I, and they're, aren't they like really open about their players being active on social media? Yeah, they, yeah, they don't really care about much. Yeah, I mean, they, I they, they, say they don't care, but yeah, they, yeah, they do, and I think that pays that plays a huge role. I saw Gary V talk about. Uh, with A-Rod, how to make baseball bigger. And it, it's, he wants to see baseball kind of break down those walls that they have. It's such like a old school institutionalized game. They really don't want anybody acting out. Like they got on Bryce Harper really bad for acting out. 
Um, but in order to stay relevant and to have people intrigued and be interested in it, you kind of need that. So the NBA is doing a great job and it's proving to work. Like you said, Super Bowl weekend, same thing for me. I'm seeing all these AD headlines coming to LeBron's talking. He's getting fined for announcing a trade, like crazy. Have you have you get to go, gone to the Staples Center yet? I I, I went to a Penguins game at the state. I'm a Penguins fan, so I saw them play the Kings, and it's actually funny because I bought tickets for the uh, when they played the Kings like a couple weeks ago, but unfortunately I had a, a family member pass away. I had to fly home and I had to sell my ticket, but. The Staples Center, it's really a, a cool, cool place to be. And it's right in the heart of downtown LA. Uh, it, it's it's really tight. But I haven't seen a basketball game there, and I need to see uh, LeBron. Like, I just need to see it in person, bro. Yeah, he's, he's different, bro. Yeah. So, so do you think that Anthony Davis is going to end up on the Lakers? I don't know if you saw Kristaps Porzingis got traded to the Mavericks. So him and Luca, the international stars, are about the about the ball together. That's about to be a be duo. Dope. Yeah, yeah, that is going to be a great duo. Um, but and I think I think yeah, I think he is going to come to Lakers because he's still really young, and I think the Lakers need that need a young star like that. I mean, LeBron's going to be pretty dominant for a, a handful more years. Um, and to really get the ball rolling with him and, and generate a winning culture in the organization, I think it could really benefit AD moving forward in his career. Because I just don't think New Orleans, it's like he's kind of played it out. Like it, he had his time to make that work, and I just don't think it's going to work. So I think it's time for him to come to L.A. and, and kick it here with Neek, come record a rap song. <laughs> yeah, seven, seven years, man, seven years in New Orleans. And yeah. me and Muff were talking about it. New Orleans is more of a football town when you think of it. You know, they had Chris Paul there. They had Anthony Davis. I mean, it looks like his time's up. Uh, I just don't see it as a, as a basketball town. I could see that team. I've, I, I'm not the first person to say this. I, I've heard some things that, I've you know, if New Orleans doesn't make this trade good, there's a chance that they could be in Vegas or Seattle in the next few years just because they're, they're not as much of a basketball town um, that – yeah, I just I could see him moving if they don't do this trade right. So my only thing is like, I don't I just don't see a lot of value in the players that the Lakers would give up for him. Like I don't know if I'm if I'm New Orleans, I just don't know. Like, do I really want Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kuzma? I know those guys can ball, but like at the same time, like you're giving up a, a superstar for guys that have been in the league and really haven't proven too much it seems like they have a pretty low ceiling if you ask me so the pelicans are trying supposedly to wait it out because the celtics have a lot better package to offer in the summer these other teams have a better package to offer but the problem is is that ad's already trying to get the word out that he's not going to resign to any of these places basically making it be where they got to go to the lakers i could see a three-team deal get done because i fully agree with you actually for all the people i know we have a lot of laker fans out there that listen but for me honestly i tell this to muff too also in college basketball i like guys that are actually hoopers man like i'm now granted we talk about this you get to the you get to the nba that's why i I think kuz and kuz ingram are hoopers like i feel like lonzo he's more like a like a rajon rondo type player and I talked about that like a couple podcasts back, but it's like they're they're going for more of the potential that they can get. Cause AD, of course, he, he's still going to get better, but this is like like AD in his like prime but almost. Mark, you know what I mean? And think they, about this though. Mm-hmm. For me though, AD is a well known all star. For me, those other guys haven't been there. Like for Ingram, I don't see an all star in him. I really don't. I think he can score. I think yeah. Kuzma's can score. But my point is like even when I was telling you about basketball, if I'm pick playing pickup and I see a, a, a guy that I know can hoop. And then I see another guy, it's like, whoa, he's going to have potential. Like, he's seven foot. He can do this, do that. But I'd rather take the Hooper. So, like, to me, that's why I'm saying I'll take the guy that's skilled, like, the guy that I know is an all-star for years now. And Anthony Davis is one of the best players and is a top top seven player in the league. You know what I'm saying? So, like, to me, now, granted, this is why I'm not a GM, but I would take the guy that has already been skilled and is that guy than over potential. So, that's why I think it's very scary in those, in those parts because if you give up an AD and you're getting guys with potential – it's like, man, what if those guys don't pan out? You know what I'm saying? So I would take the certified guy before. So I get the Pelicans for not yeah. maybe not wanting to deal with the Lakers. I think part of it also is that they just don't want to do what LeBron and other people want exactly to do. They're not being petty about it, but they're definitely like, why, why should we send mm-hmm. him just because he wants to go there? You, you know? Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree with that for sure. But you also got to think, though, if you got 
even if you have a top seven player, top five player, top three player on your team, they're not happy there. Or are they going to give you the production that you need, or are they just going to? Oh, he's do done. They he's do? done. He's he's leaving regardless. But you can't be you mad know? for the Pelicans for trying to figure out the best deal for him. As I said, this is a big deal for their franchise. But again, I can't be mad at AD either for wanting to leave. He he put in seven really good years there when he wasn't injured, and you know as we're seeing now, players are. I think it's good, but the players are, are trying to get to somewhere that they can win championships and, and better the situations. I'm not mad at that. So, yeah, the pool is getting bigger, players are getting better, and competition. I mean, it's gonna be just. Is I feel like the super team isn't gonna be relevant in a few years because everybody's gonna be a superstar almost. Yeah, you know? hopefully, hopefully. That's the that's the way you want it to go, at least. Before before we we get you off here and all that. Um, just a couple small things. What what what's what's going on in the future? What you got going on right now? Um, all that good stuff, man. Yeah. So I mean, future for me really is just to to keep working. I, I I mean, I think the main goal is to make hits, bro. And so, been fortunate to to mix on some songs, but I really want to make a hit as in produce. So I got a couple. Um, I just one of my first beats just came out with an artist named Lil Narnia. Which is a pretty funny name, but he's a great dude uh, and actually has a very genuine sound to him. Um, and then I, I got a stuff working with uh, Landon Cube as well, um, and really just honing in on, on that new new skill that I kind of put off until I felt it was right because I wanted to get really good at what makes money for me. So now I'm kind of at that point uh, where I have a pretty consistent clientele. I, I want to get more into the production and writing and stuff like that, working with artists in the studio and making songs from scratch. Because uh, I think those are the best songs when you're, you're locked in, you're bouncing off ideas and, and you can kind of make a beat with the artist. So like they, you play a chord, you got a little progression going and they have a melody and then you can work with that melody um, and build something very original and, and genuine. And it's just a really good feeling because I've been, I've been able to do it a handful of times with different artists and most of the time, my goal is to make an artist their favorite song. Like just something like like it might not be like go off as like the fans think it's their favorite, but I want that artist like someone asked him like what's your favorite song? I want him to think about like that time we were in the studio, we made it out of thin air, and we think it's beautiful, we think it's dope, and hopefully a lot of people will too. But yeah, I think it's make uh, make an artist their favorite song would be a, a great goal for me to try to achieve in twenty nineteen. I like that. I do. I. I I, uh, I think about that a lot. Like I think about what is the other moves because being an engineer, it's a little difficult because um, you can only do so much. You're, you're a service at the end of the day. Uh, there's a lot of engineers. And if you're a producer and you have a sound to you, um, people are going to seek you out and, and really want to work with you. So that's just going to try to establish that and build that up a little bit more if I can. You should tell them to name the song Chronicles. <laughs> it's it's actually called Every Day and it's already out. <laughs> Damn it, we tried. Every day, yeah. we tried, Mom. <laughs> well, Nick, we got a few more things. Like I said before, you hop off. Let's talk about Mixing Monday and, and, and how you started that, what that is, and then also we got to get the to the best part. We talked about on episode thirty three or thirty four, I believe. The, the the your little mouse trial that happened, man, on on Instagram Live. We got to talk about that. Of course. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, Muff is gushing on the gushers over here. I had to get them while we're doing this pause break. I had to get some. I've been looking at them this whole time. Okay, so my that that call made my mic cut, so I, I had to start the re, the recording again. Um, so yeah, mixing Monday is something I started to make people look forward to Mondays, want to get to work, want to be busy. Because uh, that's what I was doing. I was like, all right, put it off Monday. I'm going to lock in and work. So I decided to start going live and pretty much make it a thing where I talk about what I'm working on, what I do. And on top of that, uh, answer questions that people may have about the behind the scenes of the music industry. What, what, what it's all about. A lot of people don't even know what mixing and mastering even is. So it was a way for me to educate people, to let them know what I do. And from there, it kind of turned into just uh, a live show that I do every Monday where I answer questions, I'll carve a pumpkin, I'll dress up all goofy, whatever I wanna do just to entertain the people. But at its core, it really is, um, I encourage people to ask questions uh, that, they that they may have while they try to do production of music. Because uh, there's a million questions and a lot of times you can't answer a question with a Google search. 
It's a very specific question that does, there isn't a really a right answer to it. They kind of just need an opinion on it. So that's why I started Mixing Monday. Um, and now to, to branch to the Mies. mice or the mouse situation, but I'm going to go ahead and say it was a rat because I've seen, I've had mice before. Somehow, bro, for some reason, everywhere I go, I attract wild animals. Even in Morgantown, we had mice at our crib and that other at Coben by the Dominoes. Um, we had, yeah, in South Park, we had a, a raccoon that, that came into our house. Until I felt it was right because I wanted to get really good at what makes money for me. <laughs> hey, Muff, we're talking to an audio engineer over here, and he can't even get his audio right, man. That's crazy. <laughs> Hold yeah, on. Get your snacks in you, Muff. Get yeah, get snacks. some snacks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it's doing that. You guys ever have technical difficulties? Nah, not here, bro. Hey, shout out to everyone that's been listening to us for a long time. I'd say probably episode seven. We got on a guest. I sent I sent a terrible audio feed to Nico. Nico was the guy that I knew when stuff was messed up, but I'm like, oh, Nico will be able to fix that. I'd be like, I'll pay you whatever. He's like, gee, don't worry about that. It's just not fixable, bro. Like your audio is just terrible. And that's that's what yeah. that's what would happen. So is that Garrett? Yeah, it is. he already knows. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny because sometimes I still deal with that. Hey, Nick's here. He said, "What's good, what up? Nick? We gave you a little Jandor. shout out earlier, man. So what up, bro? We, we shouted you out, bro. Yeah, man. I haven't seen Garrett in a minute. Um, but yeah, bro. So we had we had a like I said, everywhere I've lived, I, I had a raccoon in my house at one point for like a week. That was terrible. Uh, there was even a time I was running a studio session in Morgantown, and there was a bat in, in the session that started flying around the room. Uh, no idea how that got there. And then I come out here where we live. There's a lot of uh, fruit trees. There's a lot of like places for rats to be in heaven. They just have an endless supply of natural food. And we started seeing one running through our house. Then we realized it was running into the kitchen and into the back of our stove. And every day, like every day, like we'd worry, like, is he in the stove today? Blah, blah, blah. One day I like give the stove like a little shake and I hear it like moving around. I'm like, guys, we're going to war. So I go live just to let people know. And it was like a 40-minute process of us trying to capture this rat, not knowing what we were going to do with it. Um, but we just knew it was there. And I called an exterminator. He had no guys that could do it. So I knew I had to put this on myself. So... Um, if to be, it's up to me. Yeah, it's, it was like either I'm, this rat is going to keep living and making home in the house or I'm going to get him out. So we... Uh, we're charging rent. We, yeah, we, we shook the thing. He ran out. We had it all bar like barricaded. He went right through our barricade and behind our fridge. We had him behind the fridge. So he's been there before. Figured out our plan. And then he runs out. And we go to, like, put the thing on him. Missed him. We, we had a big clear, like, bin. Like a moving, like a storage bin. And uh, he runs behind just boxes of merch. Because Landon had a uh, tour merch that didn't, like, that was left over from tour. So, so he ran back there to catch his breath. He, he weaved his way in these boxes. We pulled all the boxes out, finally got him. He ran out from the box. I dropped the bin on him. Incredible success. Everybody went nuts. We ended the live, and then I realized, what am I going to do from here? Like, He's the, in there like, damn, they got yeah, me. Yeah, and like, the, the obvious like things, when you get something under a box, you put like, a piece of paper under it, and then you lift it, and you flip it. But this box was huge, and like I didn't even have a piece of cardboard big enough to put under there. And this thing can get out of a very small opening, so... like. I called the dude, he's like, uh, the exterminator, he said slide it to the door and try to kick it out. So I literally, like, we bought rat poison, like, thinking, like, we're just going to eat this. And, like, we put it under there and he'll just, like, die. But apparently that takes, like, days for it to happen. So we're like, oh, no. So I, I literally have he's to take this in the bin. Box. <laughs> I have to take this bin and I have to slide it to the front door. And so I'm taking it, like, being super, he keeps trying to run out, like, any opening he sees, because there was, like, a little lip, like, moving to the door. He's trying to get out of that. I have a uh, Tristan outside in front of the house with a hockey stick, and I'm like, all right, you ready? We have it all buried. I open the door, and I flip the bin, and I flip the rat, and I just yell, like, rat! <laughs> and there's a guy walking right in front of our house, bro. And he looks, he looks, and I flicked this rat, and he was so scared because I probably flicked it like 20 feet, bro. And <laughs> then Tito, Tristan, runs after yeah. it with a hockey stick. Like, he's about to slap shot it. And 
pretty much the rat got away. It was so gross because it got its tail like pinned under the bin at one point and pulled off like inches of its tail. Disgusting. There was like rat blood like on the floor. And then this dude probably has no idea. He's just walking in the neighborhood and someone opens the door, flings a rat out and a kid with a hockey stick starts chasing it through the yard. So <laughs> it was a crazy situation. They're, they're still here. Like we hear them in the garbage. Like it, it's just nothing really we can do about it except make sure the house gets closed off. We had exterminators come and take care of a lot of things. But unfortunately, we've, we've seen another one in the hallway. He came back. That was his friend to avenge his... Uh... I got, like, PTSD from it. Even when I went back home, I would hear little things. and be like, oh, rat. That's a rat. Because you... you yourself could... a cat, man. I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> yeah. gosh. We did just get a dog, though. But he's not... Oh, you're good. You're I don't good. know if the dog can catch it, bro. Well, Nate, last thing before you sign off. Every week, we have Muff's... We go to Muff's Kitchen... And we have a little thing that we like to call recipe of the week. But Muff, this week, we got to have Nick do the honors. Nick, what is your Nick's recipe, of the, recipe of the week? Oh, man. I mean, I really don't have any, any recipes on deck. And for me, I cook, or I put in what feels right. I'm like, oh, we could use a little salt, a little bit of garlic, this and that. So I really don't know the recipe number. Um, but I will say... If you want some grilled asparagus, some really good grilled asparagus, get that pan on some medium heat, little olive oil, couple uh, teaspoons of butter. You don't want to burn the butter, so make sure you're moving it around. Drop your asparagus in, let it sizzle a little bit, and then seasoned salt, a nice healthy amount of seasoned salt. And right towards the end, you want to keep flipping it, you pull it off, you put it uh, on a dish, and then you take some uh, sea salt with the grinder, the fancy stuff, and you you want to you want to salt the asparagus like and make sure make sure you don't overcook it to where it's really small you still want a little bit of bite to it i recommend maybe like 10 minutes and put it on a hot pan but it's really good and i, and I actually make it because I, I like asparagus a lot <laughs> my, my friends walk my friend is walking yes, in here yeah, like what like the that. hell are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> see yeah i don't i don't eat asparagus actually i've, I've eaten asparagus you can do that time, same thing with that. like broccoli or like, brussels sprouts good. And any greens, but it's okay. real simple. It's olive oil and butter. I learned with cooking that if you want to make something uh, taste good, use butter. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty hey, much. Hey, that was Nick's recipe of the week was pretty good, man. We put you on the spot. That's, That's what, what we need to do. We don't let the guests know, you know what I mean, what they got the I, recipe of the week. I was gonna go. You did your thing. I was gonna go gonna in fold. on my fettuccine Alfredo. That's my real my go-to. But that's more like if I have a date and I have to cook a dinner for a girl, I. Yeah, no, you can't. Yeah. You can't give that away. That's just, yeah. You can't so, give that away. That there it is. Some grilled asparagus for you. Well, well, Nick, man, as always, you know you're always welcome on here. We'll definitely have you on sooner or later to give, get you some more talk. Now that the people that don't know you know who you are, a lot of people already know who you are. Um, we we appreciate you coming on. Shout out to Undos. Shout out to Nick. Uh, anything that you want to say before you get off here? Where can people follow you at so they can fo follow you and watch your Mix Mondays and also all the shit that they Yeah, so watch everything is just um, at Neek Attack. N-E-E-K Attack. I'm actually in the process of, of getting the username Neek, so it's just four letters, which would be fantastic. But, um, so yeah, Very everything right now is just at Neek Attack. And also, I just want to say thank you to you guys for letting me come on and talk. It, felt, it feels really good to get on here and just bullshit with you guys. And I'd be more than happy to come on whenever you'd like. And I hope everything's going well. And I hope that you guys keep this keep this going, baby, because this shit's fire. Oh, we're good, man. We started back up. We started back yeah, up man. in October. You know what I'm saying? We had to rebrand a little bit, but uh, you know, we we've been going at it, just keeping it consistent every week, man. So it's only gonna go up from here. And uh, having people like you on, facts, yeah, we need this yeah, energy. Yeah, we need though. that energy. So having people like you on definitely helps us to keep it up. And uh, and we appreciate you. So. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. One love, man. One love. Yes, sir. It is a sign off. <laughs> All right, Nick. Take it easy, bro. <laughs> well, Muff, man, that, that was good getting Neek on, man. It was good to, to catch up with Neek finally. Like we said, we he, he literally caught us at the perfect time when we were going to be recording. So it, it was good to get Neek on, hear about what he's doing out in L.A. And, and just, you know what I mean, just just bullshitting basically what we've been doing. So Yeah, big facts. Yeah, it's always it's always good to, good to get that energy, you know. Always good Fires to hear from, from Big Neek, man. Big Neek, doing it big, man. We'll definitely have Neek on again, and uh, you know, definitely be sure to follow Neek. Check out his Mix of Mondays. 
and uh we're looking for some big things out of nick in the future so like i said we'll definitely get him back on uh, i know this episode's been a little longer than we usually do but like we said it's super bowl sunday and, and you know we say this every week month the last few weeks that we're going to be recording a little bit earlier in the week but i've been sick as hell i know muffs down there in the peaches in the in the sunshine in florida With the oranges some of us some of us gotta be up here man it's negative 20 if i if i sound a little nasally that's why but uh you know we're gonna get to that point where we're, we're recording well, on sundays cold right yeah get out of here bring it on some guests and uh Put it out a little bit earlier in the week so you guys don't have to listen to it with a few days to listen. But we're getting there, man. Consistency is what we're, what we're trying to get to. But, you know, before we hop off, we do have a good bit of Twitter mailbag questions. But you know what, Muff? We will save them for next week along with any extra questions that we get. We already gave you a little hour and some change. So, you know what? Stay warm. Stay safe out here and enjoy your weekend. We'll be back with another fun-filled podcast on episode 38. Be sure to subscribe and tell your friends, as always. Give us a five-star, all that good stuff. We appreciate you, and we're out. I pray my soul don't float away at an early age. I got moves to make. I'm going to giggle to the bank with a pocket full of land. Take a set to give them thanks. I'm always dropping jams. Need to put that in my tank. I remember days at the club I had to pay. Not a-